Hi, welcome to the Phantom No Danny podcast with Simone. Today we've got a very special guest, Ashanti. Not only is she my roommate, also just a wonderful person, grad student, and an MS candidate. We're very excited to have you on. How are you doing, Ashanti? I am good. What about yourself? Doing great. Okay, so I know the first story you wanted to tell was about dreams that you had. So we're going in a little bit different direction. Not so much ghostly, but still in the paranormal realm. So, go ahead. So, for me, I don't necessarily have too many encounters with ghosts. Um, My mom will always say, like, if ever you hear something calling your name and you don't see nothing, it's usually the devil or angel, but either way, don't turn around. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of how I've always been. So, I never, like, really had encounters with ghosts. Mm -hmm. But I will always have, like, really, like, kind of spiritual dreams. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they would come... Like when I would eat pork or like something weird. And you don't eat pork often? I don't. Okay. But I did do, um, or I tried to do a paper in undergrad about like the connections between diet and sleep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you change something about your diet, does that affect your sleep? Um, not only your sleeping pattern, but like your sleeping, like your dreams. Mm-hmm. So, but these dreams, like when they happen, like I, it's a regular diet. I've gotten plenty of sleep. It's nothing like hourly wrong like mm-hmm. it's just a dream so the one that sticks out in my head the most is like the one that I had before my aunt Ella died and I was asleep but in my dream of course like I was awake and I was kind of moving about the house and it was in my house or my parents house that I was staying in at the time and everyone from my family was there as if there was a funeral mm-hmm. and so I remember just kind of wandering about asking like where's Aunt Ella like where's Aunt Ella and I don't know if I was the ghost or if I don't know what was going on. And about, no one was reacting to you? No, like I was asking and no one was answering me. And so I was like, okay. So I remember walking outside and walking down my shoes if I was like kind of going to the park or just taking a walk. And then like my sister and my cousins had joined me. And that's when like we all started kind of interacting and, and talking. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, everything was normal. And then I woke up. But then not too long after that, my Ella died. And so I was like, oh, okay, like, that's That's a coincidence. But. Right. But then it's like my mom, she's kind of the same way, mm-hmm. where she'll have spiritual dreams too. So with her, she is, well, I used to be a gleaner, and that's like a baby Eastern star, and she really is an Eastern star. Okay. And this is women's version of Freemasonry. Yes. Okay. Or like a loose, like, kind of like a loose interpretation of that. So... I kind of consider it like a like the first or original sorority. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, that's an interesting way to look at it. Right, and so with her, I got out of lens, but she ended up like kind of going through and becoming Eastern Star. So mm-hmm. one of her Eastern Star sisters was sick, and in one of her dreams, she was dreaming that she was driving my mama, and the lady who was sick or who was dying, she drove up like right next to her and ended up like waving goodbye and then drove off and then the next day she died and so I was like Ma are you serious she was like yeah you know and I was like oh, okay wow right and so the next one was even like more on point I think I think it was more surreal for me just because my grandmother was in it so mm-hmm. my mama's mama and she died a couple years ago she died when I was in middle school but when 
my grandma appeared in her dream. She said she appeared in a ring of fire. Oh. Right. And so my mom, she's a teacher. And she had this student who would get on her nerves like really, really bad. <laughs> and you know, she didn't she didn't wish any, like she didn't wish any ill things on the boy. Like mm-hmm. she just like he was just a bad student. So <laughs> he was just bad. So she like he would get on her nerves. And in that dream she said that my grandma appeared in a ring of fire and told her like you don't have to worry about that little boy no more. Next day he died. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Is this at the time? Is your grandma dead? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, my grandma's wow. been dead for for a couple of years. So, your grandma that's already passed away comes to tell about this boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. And I was like, okay, but but it's weird because nobody else in my immediate family, like I, like me, my sister, and my daddy, like my mama, nobody else has these dreams except for me and my mom. Hmm. And I mean, you guys could be more spiritually in tuned yeah. with like that world. It's, I mean, it runs in family sometimes, but that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. your entire family is right more sensitive. And see, that's, I guess that is a good way to think about it. But I was, I was like, I always thought it was just me. Mm-hmm. You know how like they always talk about indigo children. I was like, oh my gosh, what if I'm an indigo child and I don't, nobody knows. What and. Just for viewers who don't know or listeners, <laughs> uh, what is an indigo child? So indigo children are people who are um, exceptionally connected to the spiritual realm and the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, like a lot of times like they'll feel like they're not of this world or like they're from a past time. Mm-hmm. And usually it's just they're more in tune with the spiritual world than most people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people who, you know, read auras or anything around indigo children, it will be like a ring of indigo. Like the color, like their aura will be like an indigo. Oh, I didn't so know like that's where the name came from. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It will be like a purplish blue color. Have you ever gotten a reading done before? No, but I want one really bad. Yeah, that'd be super cool. And I actually know this girl in Charlotte. Uh, she does readings. And... I like I want to go so bad, but I'm low-key kind of scared. I know. <laughs> I, I would know love to go, to go and like talk to people that do like spiritual readings and stuff, but it makes me like kind of nervous to Why? because once you do that, I feel like you're fully opened up to that world. And so it's right. So it's just like not only can good things come in, bad, bad things, things also. Yes. But I guess that's why you do have so many things to protect you so earlier like when i was telling y'all about being at the nail salon mm-hmm. and the dude who's doing my nails was like you want our witch sisters oh <laughs> <laughs> because i was telling him just like how much um like i just like crystals and like sage and things like that mm-hmm. because i mean i really do think like i know sage for me really does kind of like not only does it open up my senses but it really does just like kind of make me feel like I have this armor of protection around me. Not only am I in a better mood, but I just feel like anything that does come my way negatively, like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it happened. Yeah, that's Whatever. interesting. I've never right. used sage before, because, again, I feel like I'm so worried about opening myself up. <laughs> but see, the good thing about sage is, even if you do open yourself up, like, it's it's protection. So anything that is um, negative or any energies that no longer serve you or have never served you mm-hmm. like if you sage your room like I know I did it when I first got here because I was like I don't I 
don't know who's been in here. That's true. So it's like whatever energies are captured within closets, within corners, um, under beds, or anything like that. Like if you sage your room and then open your window, like after you finish. Oh, I didn't like, know you had to open all. your window. Because mm -hmm. like all of it can still be trapped in your room. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. And so you just open your window and like let all of it out. Usually I just, I keep my window open until the smell is gone mm -hmm. because sage really stinks. Oh, what does it smell like? Feet. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, like I was say, it, it really does smell like feet. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, I, don't, I don't like the smell of this too much. But that's why like after you let it go, um, you light an incense. And so that's supposed to fill the space up with like love and really love and like and this like is me. great to know yeah. i would say and, and that's probably why he thinks i'm one of his witch sisters but I'm, i wouldn't necessarily claim that yeah <laughs> i don't know do they even like to be called witches i wouldn't know <laughs> I, would say, I wouldn't know i know he did so <laughs> i was like i guess they do but I just know for me, I just, I just like being spiritually in tune. Mm -hmm. That's, that's all I like. I about to say, I don't, I don't believe in no witchcraft or nothing like that. I just, just me, God, the universe and my angels and my ancestral gods. We're all in a, you know, on one accord. All right. No, that's what's up. I love it. Yeah. I was say, that's probably why I do get those dreams though. <laughs> yeah. That totally makes sense. Cause Definitely, you're sensitive. <laughs> like, I don't even know how I got like that, though. It just happens. You either are or you aren't sometimes. Oh, like I'm touched. Yeah, like you're touched. <laughs> like, um, some people are able to see, like, family members that have passed away when they're kids or something. And because kids are really sensitive because they don't have, like, things that would cause you to be jaded as you get mm -hmm. older kids and animals indicators of something mm -hmm. that's going on always true also, i think that's why they always say that that whenever you see like a lot of animals running usually that means like a really bad storm yes definitely and then like if you move into a house that's like spiritually active mm -hmm. and your dog or your cat is like i don't want to go in there then you know something is up right and like babies too because sometimes babies will be looking around and like playing with nothing that we can see, mm -hmm. but it could be like a dead relative or something. It's like, oh, I'm so excited. I finally have a niece. Aww. So like, yeah. That so it could be anything. Time when she said, like one day she remembers doing my hair. Who did? My mama. Mm -hmm. She remembers doing my hair and she felt my, she, so they call her Aunt Ree, but she's really my, my great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Was she my? I think she's my great great grandmother, but she's my mother's grandmother. So what does it make her? Great grandmother? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So my mother's mother's mother. Your great great grandmother? No, that has to be great grandmother. Great. Okay. But um, so she, even though they called her Aunt Reed, she was my mother's grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she says that she remembers one day braiding my hair and she felt my Aunt Ree like behind her, like guiding her hands. 
That is so cool. But also, like, kind of scary. But I guess some people could take that as a comfort. Yeah. I was like, I think it would be different if it was a stranger. Definitely. Right. Like, if it was somebody you didn't know or, like, a like a mean relative or something like that, mm-hmm. then I can see how it can be scary. But if it's somebody that you that you know very well that was, like, a good person, it's like, oh, okay. Like, you're not going to harm anybody. Yeah. So. I see what you mean, definitely. I've never had any encounters with, like, dead relatives. But I think, like, because I guess I don't have a lot of dead relatives. That's a good thing. Yeah. But once I start to get older, I guess it'll change, and we'll see. I wouldn't mind. Hmm. I would say because it's family, so it's not like... like yeah, like, it's not a stranger. Right. Like, I, I think, it would be, like I said, it would be different if it was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it'll be like, all right, you gotta go. I don't, <laughs> I don't know you, so you, you need to leave. Would you say that? Like, whoever is here needs to go? Um, I, I would have to be really bold. Yeah, because the way you were saying it, it sounded like that was a natural reaction. And it was like, wow, you're brave. <laughs> you couldn't See, do I it. Think, well, I think that's just like me as a person. Mm-hmm. Like if ever I like if ever I felt like I was really in danger, like from whether it be in the natural or spiritual realm, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be afraid to be like, okay, yeah, you gotta go, just because I'm worried about my safety. Like I'm, you're dead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Like you're dead. Like what more can happen to you? I see what you mean. But it's like, like I'm still here, so. Whatever so who really is, has the power? Right. It's like, whatever it is you got going on here, it needs to leave. You need to go. So yeah, I would say, I I think if it really came down to it, I, would, I wouldn't be afraid to. But since I haven't had that experience, God forbid I do. <laughs> like, it's like, mm, I can say that now, but. <laughs> I see what you mean, yeah. Who knows? I might be scared shitless. Did you have any other ghost stories you wanted to share? Mm-mm. All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. And these were great stories. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. You have a good one. Thanks so much again. Thanks for listening. Stay spooky and bye-bye.